Welcome to the Empowered Modern Witches Show. Join us to learn simple, accessible ways that the seasons, moon phases, and astrology can help you finally create a spiritual self-care practice you can be consistent with. I'm your host, Tanae Stewart, the Witch of Lupin Hollow. I'm a practicing witch, a certified astrologer, and a published author. And I'm on a mission to help modern witches like you nourish your mind, body, and intuition so you can be your most magical self all day, every day. Hello and welcome back. So I have been horribly inconsistent with the podcast for the last several months. And honestly, I don't even have a good excuse. Um, So we are just going to start over. We're going to be consistent from here out uh, rather than worrying about being consistent or having not been consistent for the last several months, Um, which, you know, is a good lesson with anything that we want to be consistent with, um, including your spiritual practice. Um, You know, if you fall off, just get back on, right? Just start again and move forward. So that's what we're doing with the podcast. And hopefully we're going to be more consistent throughout the spring this year. So in today's episode, um, I thought it would be fun and potentially interesting and inspiring for you um, to take you through basically a day in the life, um, a springtime day in the life to be specific, um, of me, right, of a practicing cottage witch. And specifically just of my own, you know, daily life, spiritual and magical practices, you know, obviously I am an astrologer and a professional witch. So there are spiritual components of my day-to-day life that are part of my work that may or may not be part of yours. Um, But I'm going to take you through the things that are a little bit more universal, that are really just a part of my life. Um, Even when I didn't work uh, in a spiritual capacity um, or that might be, you know, could could have been in the future if I if I didn't do this anymore, which is never going to happen. But um, these are the things that really have very little to do with the work that I do um, and the fact that magic is a part of my work, but rather that are just a part of who I am. And these are the things that I have truly been consistent with for many, many years. Um, you know, I... One of the more that I think about it, I have quote unquote rituals, but also just really practices and maybe the more accurate word would be habits that I have been doing for the better part of a decade. So I came back to my practice um, after several years of not practicing almost, let's see, it's about eight and a half years ago now. And it's actually really crazy to me to think that it's been that long since I came back to my practice. Um, And if you had told me eight and a half years ago that coming back to my practice as a witch was going to lead to book deals and being a professional astrologer and that that was going to be my full-time quote-unquote job, I literally never would have believed you at that time. Um, but obviously that's, that's how it went. And this became such a massive, massive part of my life. Uh, but like I said, it was before I started doing this, you know, type of work that I really put a lot of these practices into place for myself. And now of course I teach about how to do this. I, you know, help my clients to do this. Um, But these are really things that I created for myself. And much of what I'm going to talk about today are things that have been in place literally for where we're pushing 10 years now. 
So I'm just going to take you through a very average day um, from waking up to going to bed, and hopefully you will find some nuggets of inspiration in here. So first and foremost, I am not a morning person, not at all, not at all. Um, I wish I was a morning person on the rare occasion that I have to get up early and it's not for like an obligation, but like, you know, sometimes you just wake up early and you don't know why. Um, on those rare occasions, I'm like, mornings are great. It's so nice and quiet, but I, I can't get up, at, you know, before 8 a.m., most of the time, or at least not before seven. So I usually wake up around 8 a.m., um, especially in the spring, right? That might vary a little bit from season to season. Um, there are certain times of the year in the like dead of winter, uh, my bedroom, at least where I live right now, um, my bedroom is really, really bright really early in the morning. So sometimes I'm up earlier just because the room is so bright. Um, so, you know, it depends on the season. Um, which is why we are focusing on this seasonally because my practices and habits do shift from season to season. But in the spring, I'm usually up between seven and eight. And shocker of shockers, um, you know, a mindful spiritual coach telling you that what she does when she wakes up first thing in the morning is lay in bed for a while and scroll my phone. Um, it's not my favorite thing that I do. It's not my favorite habit. Uh, but it is true, right? I usually I use my phone as an alarm. Um, I usually wake up. I check some messages. I do move my apps around so that I don't immediately go into like work mode and check my emails and stuff like that. Um, it helps me to kind of like put things in folders and, you know, have the things on my home screen that are actually most supportive versus the things that, you know, are just going to put me into like stress mode. Um, but I do, I scroll on my phone for a while. And then when I eventually wake all the way up and get myself out of bed, um, I've talked in a lot of places about my morning ritual, um, which is very simple. I get up, I turn the kettle on. While the kettle is boiling, I usually brush my teeth, you know, do some, you know, hygiene stuff like that. Um, I make a cup of tea. It's usually a seasonal cup of tea or just black tea. So I'll make um, like this time of year, I'm drinking like black tea with jasmine flowers or I have one that's like a green tea with strawberries in it. Like those are some of the things I'll, I'll drink in like the spring and summer. Um, and then I go back to my room and I get back in bed and I always have like really soft, cozy blankets on the bed this time of year. Um, I light some candles in my room usually, and I just get like cozy and, you know, keep, continue to wake up. Right. Um, and then if I'm doing my full morning ritual, which I do not do every day, but on the days that I'm doing it, um, I will pull an Oracle card. Um, my favorite Oracle deck that I've used for morning rituals for years is the Threads of Fate deck, which I believe the version I have is no longer in print. Um, but I've used it as my morning ritual deck for years and years and years. So I'll pull a card. I'll do just a little tiny bit of journaling, literally like it's one page max, right? So I'll journal like a paragraph about the card that I pulled. I will take note of what sign and phase the moon is in. 
um, and what that's activating in my own astrology chart. I do a little gratitude practice, like five things I'm grateful for. Um, usually it's some things I'm grateful for in the moment, like the weather or birds outside or things like that. Um, some things that I'm grateful for in life right now. And often one or two things that I am grateful for that are coming. So something I'm manifesting. Um, so it basically works out to about a page. Very quick, takes me, you know, less than 10 minutes to do this ritual. And then when I'm ready to, you know, get up and really get ready for the day, I will get up, you know, maybe shower, wash my hair, put my makeup on, get dressed. Um, I don't really do a lot of glamour magic, but I do think that I do think of that time of getting dressed as, you know, I tend to dress in different things in different seasons. Um, obviously, you know, lighter in the spring and summer, warmer in the fall and winter. But I do think there is some kind of intention to that. Um, you know, maybe I'm going to wear more like flowery jewelry this time of year. Like it's very, very subtle little things, you know. And then whatever time it is, it's different depending on the day of the week. Um, I will leave for work. So although I work for myself, I do rent an office space because I find it very difficult to work from home. Um, so I drive to work. It's about a 10 minute drive to get to my office. Um, but I used to commute a lot. So when I first really came back to my practice, um, I commuted about 30 minutes when I originally very, very, very first started practicing, um, I was commuting like two and a half hours a day. So now it's a very short drive, but there have been times when it was a very long one. Um, and this is something that I have always, always done, even when I wasn't considering myself an actively practicing witch, is really noticing the little subtle seasonal shifts every day as I drive to work. So this time of year in the springtime, you know, I'm really noticing the flowers blooming. Like, for example, when I'm recording this, it's actually like the very, very end of February. And the daffodils have been blooming in Northern California for several weeks, actually. But just in the last couple of days, they've really exploded. Like they're brighter. There's so many more of them. Um, they're not just like these little tiny, you know, pale yellow things that you see here and there. It's like these big, beautiful, bright yellow daffodils just everywhere. The mustard is really vibrant yellow too. Um, you know, some mornings it's these like beautiful, bright blue skies and other days it's this like really soft gray fog, like sitting on the hills. And so I'm just really noticing like the seasonal shifts that I see on my way to work, right? Um, and although I may not always be like really, you know, I'm not always like meditating or, you know, my, my mind might be on other things. It might be on personal stuff or work stuff or, you know, the meeting I'm going into or whatever. Um, but even when I'm not like really, really consciously noticing it, just noticing those shifts is a significant part of my morning. Um, you know, it, it just always has been. And I think that that connection to the seasons is a huge part of my practice. Um, during my workday, right, um, I might light some candles at my desk um, or diffuse some oils. Again, that's probably going to be seasonal. I have crystals on my desk. I always have um, a clear quartz, which I like to sometimes use for like clearing and grounding. Um, I always have a blue lace agate on my desk, which is good for communication. 
Um, so I always have some crystals. I do some little gratitude practices. You know, every time I have a client come in, I write their name down with a little heart and, you know, send them some gratitude. So even though, um, you know, even though you might not do really spiritual work, um, you can incorporate your spiritual practice into your work in lots and lots of different, really simple, subtle ways. I also always during my work day, try to go for a walk if I can. Um, most days I have at least, you know, a, a little bit of time that I can step out of the office and go for a walk if the weather allows, you know, um, go for a walk and I'll walk around the block or at least down the street and just get some fresh air, move my body, clear my head. Um, I find this is really important actually for just like clearing my head because I get very stuck in like work mode. And this is another one of those things that I did um, even when I worked like, you know, a not spiritual job, a regular nine to five, um, even when I wasn't really actively practicing, like I would always in the middle of my like work or, you know, college day, like I would go for a walk and just notice nature and be outside and get some fresh air. Um, yeah, it's not something that I would necessarily consider a core part of my spiritual practice. And yet I think it, it very much is at the same time, you know, it's something that I have always done that I will always do. And that has a very significant, very profound effect on my mental health, presumably on my physical health, right? I'm getting some movement in. Um, and that really helps me feel grounded and connected to the earth. And then at the end of my workday, most days, well, in the springtime at least, right, most days I am driving home like sometime around sunset. Um, so again, I'm just kind of taking note of, you know, how beautiful the sky is and the change in the light or maybe noticing that it's a little bit lighter and a little bit lighter every evening. Um, sometimes after work, I'm going to yoga class or I'm meeting friends um, or I'm just going home to make dinner. Um, I love to cook, but I am really bad at like weeknight meals. I'm really bad at planning, you know, weekly, weekly meals. Um, and so I do get like a meal kit delivery, which really helps me, you know, it helps me to be able to like make time to cook, but not have to think about it really. Um, so it works for me. So you know, a couple nights a week, I will go home and make one of the meal kits. And so, you know, they usually take like 30 minutes to an hour to make. Um, and so sometimes I might like listen to a podcast or listen to music or have the TV on. But a lot of times I think I'm also just really like, it is a ritual in and of itself, you know. And maybe, you know, you do like to make dinner and you you do have the creative energy to come up with something to make. Um, but whether you're, you know, following a kit like I am or uh, making dinner from scratch, like just the, the act of cooking, right? Maybe you consider yourself a kitchen witch, maybe not. I don't. I consider myself a cottage witch. Um, and cooking itself is not necessarily a big part of my practice, but I do think that there is a ritual regardless of mixing ingredients and chopping and it's all very meditative, you know, so it's kind of similar to going for a walk in the middle of your work day, right? It's just that so sort of noticing those moments in your day in your very mundane aspects of your life that can be a little bit more mindful. Um, and then I finish making dinner by then it's usually dark this time of year. Um, I will have dinner, have some wine, maybe watch some TV, um, or talk to my roommates. 
Um, and then at the end of the night, I will get in bed. I usually get in bed like at least an hour or two before I actually go to sleep. Um, and I don't have like a very set evening ritual that I do, but I often will either light candles or I also have one of those little like projectors that projects like the, the night sky. Um, so I'll turn on the projector or light some candles. Um, sometimes I'll read, but often I will listen to meditations. Some of my favorites are listening to light language or listening and watching um, ASMR Reiki videos, um, or I'll listen to like a guided meditation. Um, and then I usually will fall asleep around 11 or so um, and set my alarm, you know, tur turn my meditations off, set my alarm and go to sleep around 11. So you can really see how just these very, very subtle, very simple things are really the core of my practice and how connected they are to the earth, to the seasons, to these really subtle shifts, right? Um, if the moon is up when I'm driving home, like I'm going to be noticing the moon phase and, and really connecting in with that lunar energy. Um, you know, these are really, really simple things, but this is the reality. This is what a truly magical life really looks like in the day to day. And so much of it is about building these habits, cultivating this sense of connection to the earth, to the moon, to astrology and the planets. Um, you know, if the, if the moon is up and it's close to Jupiter or to Venus, right, I'm going to notice that and I'm going to know like, oh, that's Jupiter up there. And just being able to take notice, being able to have awareness of these things and to allow them to truly be habits, right? Some of these are things, like I said, that I have been doing for literally almost a decade and they are just habits now, you know, there's a muscle memory to them. I don't necessarily do everything every day. I don't necessarily pull a card every day. Um, I don't necessarily, you know, listen to a meditation every day. But I do pretty much notice something about the seasons. I do, you know, tune in and feel connected to the earth or to the moon pretty much every day. And that awareness is what it truly means to be consistent. So I hope this has been inspiring for you. Um, I would love to hear, you know, what a day in your life looks like. Maybe share on Facebook or Instagram and tag me. Um, if your account is public, I would love to hear about your magical life. Um, and if you are looking for some more inspiration, some support around having a consistent spiritual practice, you know, developing some of these consistent rituals and habits, then you are definitely going to want to come and join us for the third annual Empowered Modern Witches Festival. This is a totally free, all virtual event that I host every year in honor of the spring equinox. Um, so it's happening March 18th to 20th this year, 2024. Um, it's all online and you can, there will be a link in the show notes. You can sign up for your free ticket. Um, and we are going to have three days of live and pre-recorded sessions. So I will be doing a session each day and we will have a guest session each day plus pre-recorded guest sessions too. And all of our sessions are going to be focused on using the very timely energy of the spring equinox 
to set your intentions because it is the astrological new year. So we're going to be setting your intentions for a consistent spiritual practice this year. Um, I'm going to be joined by amazing guests like Mandy M and Lorraine Anderson and the Glam Witch. Um, and we are going to have so much fun celebrating the equinox together. So grab your free ticket at the link in the show notes um, and I'll see you there. As always, thanks for listening to the Empowered Modern Witches Show. I'm Tanae Stewart, the Witch of Lupin Hollow, and it's my pleasure to be your host. If you loved this episode, be sure to leave a five-star rating and review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Much love from Lupin Hollow. Thank you.